Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. You know, I've I've known this about me for most of my life. Uh, but yesterday it was proven to be true. I uh, bring nothing but uh, joy and hope <laughs> to people's lives around me. <laughs> to what? All uh, right. To anybody who comes within my being, my orb. Right. I bring joy and hope. In the sense that they look at you and say, at least I'm not that guy? Could be some of that. All right. Yesterday, I was leaving the house in the afternoon to head to the mall once again to get a little more shopping done. Gotcha. And an older gentleman pulls up in front of my house and rolls down his window. And I think to myself, oh, what the hell is this now? And because uh, we always go right to the this has got to be bad situation. Mm-hmm. Or, what is this guy going to want? And he says, I just want to tell you. He says, I moved into this neighborhood about five years ago. And I love your Christmas lights. It's not Christmas until you light up that hedge. Wow. It looks beautiful, he said. Really? I said, well, that's very kind of you. Thank you, sir. See? Joy and hope to the world. <laughs> You're like Clark W. Griswold. I am. And it's not that big of a display. When we, uh, at another house we had, we had a whole bunch of low-lying uh, evergreens who went up the side of the driveway. And so over time... Of course, they got bigger and bigger and spread out, and I uh, I just started every year buying an extra line, and eventually those whole low-lying evergreens up the side of the driveway all got lit up at Christmas. Right. So uh, when we moved to this house, I was like, what the hell? Because I must have like 24, 25 strands. Like, there's a lot of strands mm-hmm. of lights. And, uh, and then we bought this house and it's got the hedge down the side of the driveway, which is a, <laughs> it's a great place to hang Christmas lights, but I've almost had about two, 200 car crashes pulling out of that driveway. <laughs> Cause everybody seems to use my street to get through to something. If it's not cars going through, it's construction, like massive rigs going through my neighborhood all really? the time. Yeah, not just like a dump truck here or there, like, <laughs> like these things that are like cargo ships going through my, uh, my street. Wow. And I have no, I have no understanding why. Anyhow, so the hedge is both a, a blessing and a curse, I guess. So I know you feel it, too. You right. Just, you just can't say it. Joy and hope. <laughs> the aura that comes from yeah, you. It's true. It's very true. I caused a bit of a stir yesterday in Costco. What did you do? See oh. no joy and hope coming out of you. No. No. Well, I, 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 it was more that I was just causing some laughs because I was uh, in there in the, in the jewelry section. Uh-huh. As one does at Costco. As one does at Costco. <laughs> that and Cheetos. When you're, when you're looking for the finest things. Uh-huh. And actually, when you're in there to buy anything but that. I think I went in for cereal. Uh-huh. Ended up in the jewelry what section. What is it with you and Costco and just shopping in general? Right. Yes. Well, you got to keep me out of stores this time of year. Uh, but I do need to buy some things and purchase things for people. But uh, I had to. I was looking for a particular one that they didn't have in can, the case. Can I just back you up? Yeah. Who is on your list so far down your list right. that you would be shopping for them at Costco? Right. Well, I'm always looking for things at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's jewelry. It must be for Adrian. Right. What a lucky lady. Uh, and uh, so anyway, I was looking. I was looking through the case. They didn't have what I wanted, so I needed help. And with that, uh, it turns out that at this time of day, we are very popular in the, uh, in the Costco. 
Oh yeah, they well because they put the uh, the rock on the radios there, and oh, so okay. as a as my uh, bumbling and fumbling around the jewelry department and my desire to be as cheap as possible uh-huh. through all of this, uh-huh. hence being at Costco, uh, they, they, I met a, a couple of rock listeners there in Pally's, and, they, and next you know more were coming around to say hello. Nice. Right. And did you find the jewelry you were looking Catch for? Catch me at my lowest. Yes. And so what, what was, what, oh, they were, you were just causing a bit of a stir because they knew who you were. Right. Not that you yes. did anything silly like, no. Broke into the jewelry case or fell into it or anything. No, I didn't do it. I didn't knock anything over. I was I just, see. I was looking at jewelry and looking for the cheapest available option. And everyone coming mm. around to say hello. Well, that's good. And you uh, found what you were looking for. I got it. Well, that's good. Yeah, I've been lucky at the mall the last, um, I went uh, yesterday and picked up one item and went on Tuesday and picked up an item and we'll probably go back in today for one more item. And I have been, uh, it's, I, I, here's the, the greatest feeling when you're buying something and you don't realize that it's on sale and it turns out to be on sale. Great and time. I purchased an item and I kept hemming and hawing about it because it was a little more than I wanted to spend. I got a budget of about $32. <laughs> <laughs> And it, Price of rock salt has gone up, you know. In this economy, you can. <laughs> so I got a bucket of uh, got a bucket of it from Jiffy. Anyhow, I um, I get up to the uh, cash and it's down to seventeen dollars. Oh, wow! Well, actually, yeah, no. Of course, it was more expensive than that, but I like, thirty or forty bucks off. I was like, wow, this is, this is good. Uh, you know what else I did yesterday? I uh, I did a favor to the entire population of Durham. Maybe not Northern Durham because I really don't know what happened there. No, <laughs> no. I uh, went out, uh, got uh, fuel for the snowblower, got it all set up and ready to go because we were told mm-hmm. that there might be a dumping. Yeah. But in doing so and being all prepared for it, I basically ensured that there was no snow that was going to hit yesterday. Right. <laughs> it was all set to go. I got my mom's all laid out and ready and yep. started that, cranked it up, and made sure it would start in the first pole for if she needed it or if I needed it over there. So I would have thought, because while you were away, we got a, a bit of snow. Yes, got a dumping. But, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was wet and kind of heavy. Well, one day of shoveling. I didn't even shovel because oh, I knew yeah? the next day was going to be six. Oh, okay. But it all just disappeared, and it would rain the next day. And I thought the same of this. No matter what comes, right. today's going to be six, and tomorrow's going to be ten. Right. It'll be gone. So I thought, well, we'll just struggle through for mm. 24 hours. Well, yeah, but sometimes when you get some, some elderly people around you, they feel the second it hits, it's got to be oh, gone. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You should uh, You should start charging your mother now. <laughs> Small monthly, just an upkeep just a fee. fee. An upkeep fee. <laughs> I'm like something in a three hundred, four hundred dollars, about hundred bucks a week. I said to Doug Elliott, I'm like the superintendent on about four houses right now. Yeah, and not getting anything. <laughs> out of not it. getting anything well, for it. Well, well, long term, you're gonna get paid. There is a uh, website that basically just plays in the area of fetish, sexual fetish, kinky stuff. This is what they specialize in. They just posted their uh, top searches of 2023. And the number one thing that the uh, the kinky people seem to be into is something called giantess porn. Giantess? Doesn't mean you're tall. It just uh, means they're using more camera tricks and other effects to create the illusion 
that someone's a giant, kind of like a growing-up version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Okay. Giantess porn. Are they both giants? Mm, I don't know. I haven't seen any. Or is it a giant with someone who's not a giant? I think that's probably the case, because you want it, maybe the comparison. Right. It was the top search. Really? Through many countries, and they expect it to be big next year as well, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, is, is all of the person giant or just a per, part of their anatomy? Again, I don't know. I haven't been on the site. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the site if you want to look it up. <laughs> I got a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, some of the other kinks that we're all into in 2023. Some are pretty tame. Tickling. Right. Yoga pants. Okay. I'm a fan. Right. Pantyhose, socks. These are all kinks. I don't know what you're doing with this stuff. Socks. I know what you're doing with the sock. <laughs> <laughs> Latex. Wrestling is a kink. Okay. Smoking. Smoking? It's just sitting and watching somebody smoke a cigarette or smoke whatever. <laughs> uh, this one's odd. Vore, which is the uh, desire to eat or be eaten by another person. Sexy. Oh, my goodness. Look it. Said it. Say it again. Lights out, missionary. Apologize. (laughs) I mean. Just be happy you're getting any. Sex is great even when it's not. I can't believe somebody's allowing me to do this. Um, Well, this is exciting. CPR porn. What? Chest compressions and mouth-to-mouth while naked. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> and this is right up your alley. Fart porn. <laughs> uh, once again, I am reminded when reading this story that I am uh, I am uh, lucky that I came of uh, an age before online dating because I'm such an average run-of-the-mill kind of guy <laughs> that I wouldn't get swiped by any women. Um it is uh, very easy to be a uh, picky eater when you're at a buffet, and it seems that dating is no different. Um, almost all women admit that they're picky on dating apps. Of course. Uh, while uh, just slightly less men say they're picky. Women say their pickiness is mostly driven by profile red flags, deal breakers, and looks. Okay. Men are driven by physical appearance, of course, because we're shallow, mm-hmm. personality, and profile warning signs. On average, women do 17 profile views before a swipe right compared to men who do 12 before swiping right. Oh. But I'll say this. Even though they're picky, you know, there there could be something to dating a, a fair size amount, uh, whatever you think a fair size is, of different people before you settle down with one. Right. There's a bit of that sowing your oats and also... You you learn a lot about a lot of different people, whereas sometimes, and listen, the lovely Maria and I have been together a very long time, and we've been blessed that we're still going, but, uh, you know, sometimes when you meet somebody really young and you just stick with that person, you know, I always feel like life is really short, but it can be very long. Oh, for sure. And, you, you know, you go through so many changes as a human being that... Um, that for just two people to stay bonded like that forever, it's it's a grind. Yeah, I have no issues with people who are are, are somewhat selective, or at least you know try dating a few other people mm-hmm. through online sources. Listen, you, you've got to you've got to meet someone, and it's harder and harder to do so mm-hmm. in person 
um, these days or, or through the more traditional routes, I guess. And so online dating is just part of the process for people doing it. The problem I see is that, you know, people who, you know, to use a sports reference, go figure, mm-hmm. uh, you know, are sitting on a fastball and only a fastball. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you're up at the plate, you're on, uh-huh. you're being a little too selective. Oh, I see. With what you're looking for. And what's the plate? Right. I don't know what that is either. Um, and if all you're trying to do is hit home runs up right. there, every, right. every now and then, go for a, go try and get to second base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, most people say they are very specific, uh, have very specific criteria and preferences that a much, uh, that a match must meet. And uh, we'll only consider matches that are their specific type. Uh, and now that could feel, you know, efficient and safe and all of that. But, but also being super selective is not always good because you're dismissing potential matches just based on stereotypes. But do you even know your type? Not really. Like you think you know what your type is, but you have no idea. Yeah, and if of... you're a dude, you're just looking for someone who gives you any kind of attention. Oh, yeah. And to take care of you a little bit. Yep. I know I know a couple of guys who have been on this thing, and they are a two, <laughs> and they're looking at twelve. Yeah, <laughs> and you think delusional? Really? Yeah, delusional. <laughs> you show her, show show them some girl. They say, "Oh, she's making a seven or something like that." Mm-hmm. Is below below you? Well, they're in their parents' basement. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit it's too much. Well, and and you're right about not knowing your type. Because think of the different women you've been with. I'm sure there's a there were blondes or brunettes or you know now you're married to a redhead. I mean the hider is bald, right? So <laughs> you, you, I mean you're Stop all bringing over. up bald. You give me a complex. <laughs> no, you're doing fine. Actually, I have to speak. Speaking of balding. Uh, even now and then, I feel bad about things I've said to you. Right. Because when you were off, I was going through old uh, promos. Yeah. And there was one where I kept going at you about the back of your head. Oh, yeah. I, oh, really? I, I, yeah. And you, I could tell in the tone of <laughs> your voice. Never, never come up in my mind. <laughs> the tone of your voice at first was fine. And then in the end, I think we finished with, shut up, Ben. <laughs> so I felt guilt. I won't apologize. Right. But I felt guilt about that. Just a, a smidge. <laughs> um, anyhow, yes. I, I think uh, there's good and bad in the uh, in the dating world. But you're right. Many of us have to kind of maybe set our bar down a bit. Right, and uh, and if you've all, if you've got it going on, I mean, then uh, then you're probably getting a lot of action. I've also heard that, uh, and many women have said this. It's it's just horrible out there. Ask uh, Katie has talked about this. Girlfriends of hers who are on dating sites. Oh, I couldn't like just, imagine. Like we just we're animals. Yeah, we just treat each other horribly. Oh, it's a war zone. Yeah, and so, it's all landmines yeah. <laughs> like popping up to get you. Yeah, you know, it used to be a time dating was romantic and nice and you'd put on your best front and you'd take the person out and you'd court them and now it's just are we banging or what? Yeah. And if you say no, you're a prude. Tell me this isn't the most Irish thing you've ever heard. Shane McGowan uh, was laid to rest last Friday at a church in Dublin. Mourners included Nick Cave, Johnny Depp, Bob Geldof and the president of Ireland. After the funeral, there was a small invite-only celebration at a pub called The Thatched Cottage. There's no word on who was all there, but one thing we've heard is that they uh, didn't have to pay for any of their drinks. Shane took care of that. Come on. Before his death, he had set aside $12,500 for the tab. A friend of his says it was his last request. Nice. Yeah. That's a nice touch. 
a good buddy of mine and uh, and a man you know, Malcolm Dawson, who used to uh, run Royal Woodbine Golf. Oh, right, yeah. At the airport. His brother um, passed away a few years ago, and his brother was very good friends with uh, Rod Stewart, grew up together. Wow. So much so that even in Rod Stewart's memoir, uh, Malcolm's brother gets mentioned in it. Really? And when Malcolm's brother died, uh, Malcolm and his wife went back for the funeral, and Rod was there. And after the funeral, he took everybody across the street to a pub and bought rounds of drinks for everybody. Come on. Yeah. The Rod Father. Yeah. He just drank tea. I guess he's a bit of a teetotaler now. But uh, but the rest of them, uh, yeah, he bought drinks for everybody. Wow. Rod the Mod. Um, I, I know I, I saw some footage of, uh, of Shane McGowan's funeral, and they had uh, some... Uh, some musicians up and playing, mm-hmm. and uh, and they of course they played Fairy Tale of New York, the unedited version, mm-hmm. which I found on the, quite interesting in a church, right? But, uh, but still, it, it looked fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it just the a send off of kind of Irish proportions there. They do it right. Yeah, they do it right. I mean, certainly when you uh, see a life well lived and it's over, it is. As sad as it is to lose anybody, there should be some sort of celebration of that person, because uh, they, uh, you know, it's a it's a long, hard struggle for many. And uh, if you're able to live to a decent old age and leave behind loved ones and all of that, then I would say you get a check mark in the "you did it right" category. Mm-hmm. You know, Rod Stewart is also the guy who uh, I think had the greatest and funniest line about marriage. He said, "I'm never getting married again. I'm just going to find a woman who hates me." And buy her a house. <laughs> Are you uh, taking off? Are you flying out for Christmas? Somewhere between Christmas and New Year's, perhaps? Spend a few hours with some family somewhere? Well, you don't want to get there, especially if you're uh, you're not going for a long period of time. You don't want to get there without your luggage. And so some uh, travel experts have posted a, a list of tips uh, in case your checked bag gets lost. Although, I guess if you're only going away for a few days, you really need a checked bag. Should be sticking to carry on yeah. there. Yeah. But, uh, top of the list, buy them Apple Air Tags. They're not cheap, but they're, uh, they're well worth it. They're not too bad. Oh, I mean, yeah? be, and, and I mean, if you're putting them in other stuff uh, beyond that too, right? Some people have them in their car mm-hmm. or, you know, have a use for them outside of just leaving it in your luggage. Book a direct flight. Generally, airlines are far likely to less lose a bag uh, when they're uh, just getting on one plane. Yep, true. Take a photo of your luggage before you fly. A lot of bags look the same. So if yours gets lost, it's helpful to have a photo. You can send the airline. Tying a ribbon uh, or putting something unique on the bag also helps. Yeah, good little, good different-looking luggage tag. Yeah. Never a bad idea. And uh, print out your itinerary and put it in your bag. If it ends up in the wrong city and the tag rips off, they'll open it up and look inside. And having your flight info there can help you get your bag back. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. I never thought of that one. There would be, I think, some people uh, who would be uh, concerned, though, about somebody working at the airline who knew too much about them. You know, Mm. relax, Hollywood. They don't care that you live in a townhouse in Etobicoke. Settle right. down. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, those who don't travel that often can have that fear sometimes that, okay, you're you're posting when you're not at home. Yeah. But then on social media, we do that constantly anyway. No, I know. I've worked with people in this industry. Don't talk about me being away. Oh, calm down. <laughs> Jesus, George Clooney. You're- <laughs> You're introducing a tune in Perry Sound. Settle down, <laughs> rock star. 
Uh, well, when your when your house rivals the Lake Como estate, yeah, <laughs> that's right. You can't tell between that tent you live in under the bridge. <laughs> oh yeah, it's people get so weird. I, I, again, with this business, I like I never understood the whole privacy. Like, what are you doing on the radio then, anyhow? If you're right. such a private, concerned person, well, I, I guess in some senses you don't think about it, right? You just go on the radio. You and I are both ones that use our actual names. Yeah, but there's many who don't. Oh, they change it. I know for that reason, for some of them too, that they they want to be private or or anonymous somewhere. Yeah, you know, in, in very few situations have I ever had where I was like. Well, that was a bit creepy. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, even when you get noticed, mostly it's it's all nice. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I got into this business because I want to be noticed. Right. I have a very thin ego. I, guess. <laughs> I, I need to be pampered. Many do. I guess the only other thing is sometimes is we pick our business and we might meet our partners afterwards or and family comes along after and they didn't really sign up for it, if that's the case. But, yeah. you know, if if Maria was one where she didn't. Want to be known as the lovely Maria everywhere she shows up with you. Pays the bills, I say. <laughs> Even when she has questioned things I've shared, I go, oh, yeah, you see that car you're driving? Right. Not that it's a great car, <laughs> but we have a car. Um, so if uh, back to the Christmas stuff. Uh, if you've got uh, any last-minute shopping to do, uh, we're getting uh, down the line here. What are we, about uh, 11 days out, something like that? Um Normally, for your significant other or your kids, your immediate family, you've probably taken care of that already by now. Uh, but uh, people on our list that show up as uh, last-minute uh, uh, last-minute purchases include uh, friends, extended family, siblings. I always find you've got to have like two or three kind of just lingering gifts. Yes. Yes. Those I don't. Oh, geez, I forgot we were going to bump into them gifts. Right. Gotcha. You know? Uh, kids, teachers, do they still buy? At what point do you cut that off, buying gifts for the kids' teachers? Uh, you're still sucking up to them. They are, eh? Right. Do Christian and Evan still get their teachers? No, because they have different teachers now, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a little bit different you now. You have just the one. I don't know. To be honest, I, I don't know if I've ever bought it. You don't <laughs> get involved. <laughs> That's Adrian's department. <laughs> um, Christmas traditions, there's so many of them. And uh, some are considered probably overrated. Some of you would think a, a lot of these are important, and then others would just secretly despise them. Uh, when you have the secret Santa amongst family or coworkers, yes, many people still supposedly enthusiastic about that, like to do it still. Yeah, I find it to be a complete waste of money. Oh, really? Yeah, I find I, two things happen. I find we do a secret Santa with my uh, outlaws, and I find. You can see it on somebody's face. Somebody's bought something that they really are pretty certain is great. Mm. And then it gets handed around like a, you know. Right. Yeah. We we do that uh, stealing present game. Yeah. And I, I brought that in a few years ago because uh, we didn't always do it. But what was happening was is that we'd get together for the holidays and then like, you know, the the elderly, elder men would go into one room. Mm. Women would be probably hovering around the kitchen or so. The kids would be in the basement. And we go the whole evening and you realize you didn't see some people. Right. And so at least the game brought everyone into one room for 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I just, I, I've seen so. I, nobody says their feelings have been hurt, but I've seen it on people's faces. You know, I think your game has a, a, a pretty heavy price tag. Yes, yeah, $750. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Mine is fifteen bucks. Yeah, we're seventy five bucks. Right? Yeah, yeah. So at that point, if you spent seventy five, you dropped, you put some thought, yeah, into it. You drop quite a bit, and you and I can see how things get ruffled for fifteen bucks. Yeah, you know, it's usually a lottery ticket and a coffee mug. Yeah, that's our only other rule: can't be lottery tickets, can't be booze, because that's just too easy go tos. Right. But I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I keep saying, look, it, you want to give me a gift, pay off my mortgage. Otherwise, I can buy whatever I yes. need. Yeah. You know. 75, I think, makes it even harder. Well, and now we're dealing with such a, a wide berth of people, like from ages, it's got to be unisex for one, and anywhere from the age of 21, if the 21-year-olds want in, which they mostly don't, which right. I understand, up to like 83-year-olds. Oh, my. So what do you get someone, you know? Road salt, baby. A shovel. Well, not even a shovel for the 83-year-old. Uh, Christmas traditions. Snow. Most of us still love to see snow at Christmas. Yes, I agree. All presents must be opened on Christmas Day. No exceptions. Many hardcore about that. Uh, oh, you mean not having opened before? Yeah, well, I know some families will do Christmas Eve. Yes, all right. They're allowed to open one gift Christmas Eve, but many, most say, no, it has to be Christmas morning. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I, I, I was more one that we'd want to open, the kids especially, open their gifts in front of the people that gave them. Right. Right. So but, they, but if, Santa Claus, he comes Christmas yeah, morning. Yeah, he comes Christmas morning. But, like, yeah, if you're over visiting with the grandparents. Oh, sure. They give a gift. You, you know, right. That's right. why we have to really make sure we admonish the kids on the way there saying, no matter what you get, <laughs> right. you're going <laughs> to smile, yeah. say thank you, and appreciate it. Yeah. You'll throw it out or exchange it later. Christmas traditions, most Christmas music, we think it's still great. Christmas movies, we still love them. But then it starts to fall off. Most of us don't care for carolers, although I don't think I've ever had a caroler come to my door. Many don't like Christmas decorations, find uh, find it too much to deal with. Oh. Hosting Christmas parties. Well, right. that's you. Well, I don't have to worry about that. Um, ugly Christmas sweaters, baking cookies, putting up Christmas trees too early, or just putting them up in general, I guess, are things we uh, we don't like doing. Uh, Christmas family photos, I guess the group get together. I, I, nobody likes any group family photos. Group photos are just, it's, it's yeah. horrible. It's horrible. You appreciate them later on when you've got them all. Yeah, Sometimes, but, uh, but yeah, getting everyone organized and, and it just seems to pause everything because yeah. no one's ever happy with it now. We, uh, it's Maria, I guess, had decided at some point she wanted a, a group photo of the four of us and this was a few Christmases back and the, the photo that we have is now in a frame, but it took, I don't know, 300 different, uh, <laughs> set up, 900 arguments, uh, half a bottle of scotch, and you can just see the final photo we picked. Look, I think Daniel and David picked it. You can just see the forced smile <laughs> and pained expression in all of our faces. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.